trail and back on the mic, Wesley Hunt continues the fight. Along with his brother Rendon, they chronicle their family experience from slavery to West Point and beyond. Tackling the difficult topics facing our nation, they're on a mission to save the American dream. Buckle up and welcome aboard. You're in the hunt. I'm Wesley Hunt. I'm Rendon Hunt. And you're, you're in, in the hunt. hunt. We were a little bit off timing there. Let's try that again. Go ahead. I'm Wesley Hunt. I'm Rendon Hunt. And, and you're, you're in, in the, the hunt. hunt. That was your fault. Uh, it was your fault. You tried to you tried to slow play it, and I and I wasn't ready because we've never we've never done it like that before. Debatable. No, uh, you take responsibility for your for your behavior. <laughs> take responsibility for it. What do you think I am? A Republican? <laughs> <laughs> it's always somebody else's fault. It's always somebody else's fault. <laughs> Here we go. It's the system. The system is rigged against us. Oh gosh! Wow, you're 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 gonna bring me there already. Hey, man, huh? I just came from from a retreat, man. So I'm fired up. Yeah. I'm fired up. How was it? It was excellent. Good. It was excellent. Good. Looking forward to working with some really neat people from around the country, and we were really excited for this for this wave that we're going to see. That's going to just piggyback off of what we saw in Virginia, and I think we're going to have one heck of an election cycle in 2022. I agree with you. Yep. One thing to, it's a great way to tee up what we're going to talk about today. Believe your eyes. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes in our lives and in our culture, we see things, but we don't believe them. But at some point we have to step back and say, believe what you are seeing. Mm-hmm. And you talked about Virginia. Okay. We're talking about a state that Joe Biden won by 10 points. 10 points. 10 points, Rendon, 10 months ago. Not even a year. 10 points. Hasn't even been a year yet. 11 months ago. Has not, has, not been a year, has not been a year yet. And I'll be the first one to tell you that when all the polling was come out for Youngkin, you knew. I kept on saying, I don't really believe this. I didn't believe my eyes. Mm-hmm. But what we're seeing right now, what's happening, the changes in this country, the, the discontent with what's happening in the current administration, believe your eyes. People are sick of this, Brendan. Yeah. And this, and this is not partisan. This is people are sick of this. You, it's a 10-point flip. It's a 10-point flip in Virginia. Yeah. And by the way, not just a Republican governor, a Republican lieutenant governor, who's a black woman, by the way, Marine. Yeah. A black woman, Marine, immigrant from Jamaica, she, by the way. And she should change her last name to elections. Because because she is. Win some elections. Win some elections. <laughs> Word. 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 And a Republican AG. Well, once again, believe what you're seeing. You have somebody like Winsome Sears who, if you look at her background, as black people in this country, we all should be overjoyed that she has been elected to the highest office that a female, let alone a black female, has ever held, has ever held in the in state the, of Virginia. In the, in the history of the state of Virginia. And you're talking about also a state that has one-term limits. Mm-hmm. So then you have potentially somebody who is positioned to be the next governor of Virginia. Mm-hmm. And how many black female governors have there been in the United States in the history of this country? I want to say zero. 
and we're throwing stones at her as a community. Don't get, <laughs> we're throwing stones at her as a, as a community. It's ridiculous. But it, go, it always goes back to the point that we make often: the notion that black people are monolithic and we can't think for ourselves based on our experiences and backgrounds. Instead of just celebrating black excellence on both sides of the aisle, it's ridiculous. It's 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 so hypocritical. And it just lights a fire into my behind to keep doing exactly what we're doing too, Rendon. Because because this is black excellence, and just because you may not agree with it politically doesn't make what she has accomplished less excellent. It's still amazing what she's been able to do in her life. And like I said, it should be it, it should be front page news on everything. Let me let me even like, like BLM should have her on the cover of their website right now. Let me go even further but no. to what you just said. But no. It's not black excellence. It's American it's excellence. excellence. It's American excellence. Oh, dude. What is a better example of the American <laughs> dream than an immigrant who serves in the Marine Corps, marries a Marine, and, and, before she and goes into states, politics? Way, in all states, Virginia. In Virginia? No. We know the checkered past of Virginia. And this is somebody, Wesley, once again, who... Before she got into politics, you know what she was doing? She was running a homeless shelter. I know. Amazing. And, a, and a member of the NRA, by the way. Yes. It's amazing. I, I want to meet her so bad. Yes. She's so she's so interesting. That's in, that's incredible. And, yeah. and yet instead, Jonathan Capehart wrote a, an article in the Washington Post today. And you want to talk about snatching defeat out of the jaws of victory. As black Americans, I believe we should be very proud and happy that, I mean, look, even though the majority of black America is Democrat, that we're showing what is possible in a state like Virginia. We should be overjoyed at this, yeah. okay, by this. Okay. And yet and still, Jonathan Capehart writes this article where he's talking about the idea that the only reason that she was elected is because of white guilt. And that doesn't so ameliorate stupid, the fact that, which, which, it's so which, stupid. which is, which, first of all, not only is it a ridiculous thing to say, but it's just gone to, it's how unbelievable is it what? to undermine the accomplishments oh, of so an accomplished black woman by putting an asterisk by it, and you're the one who's supposed to be woke? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Please tell me. I'll, I'll tell you exactly me. why. Because, because this is how the woke left thinks. This is some woman that wrote this under, you sent this to us last week. It was a breaking news headline. This is when Yunkin won. And I'm assuming it's on Twitter, right? Yes. And whoever Helen Carter is, this complete idiot. Here's, here's, here's what she says. This is completely unacceptable. If the blacks are going to vote for this racist, then maybe we shouldn't let them vote anymore. <laughs> no, 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 no. Sometimes you have to do what's good for them, even if they don't understand why. That's why, Rendon. Because that's what they think about you. That's why. Latte liberal much? Hey. I mean, I, I, feel, like, I feel like Ice Cube and NWA. This is what they think about you, right? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's what they think about you. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, not only is there that perception, there's the idea that you're helping me in some way 
by discriminating against me, yes. by holding me down, by saying I have no thoughts, by saying if I don't think in a certain way that I'm not good enough, by saying I ain't black unless I do certain things. <laughs> white people telling you that you ain't black. White liberal people telling you that you ain't black unless you do unless you vote a certain way. Who are you to say that to any person of color? You've never walked a mile in our shoes. No. You know nothing about that. No. And, and so, so this is what's happening in this country, okay? People are paying attention to this. Yes. This is not getting lost on people. This is this is the ultimate black the, the ultimate backlash to being to being belittled, to constantly being undermined, to constantly taking your vote for granted just because of the way you look. This is what's happening. Yes. And people are paying attention. But they're paying attention because right now the left is becoming the party of oppression. They're becoming the party of big government forcing you to do things every single day. You and I fought for the rights for us to be free, to make our own decisions for our family, for our health, for our education. And you have liberal Democrats saying, no, 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 you can't do that. We, we're going to do it for you. We know what's best for you, yeah. even if you don't know what's best for yourself. Do you know how condescending and ridiculous that is? Well, here's what's crazy. Liberal Democrats aren't only telling me and you that. Oh. <laughs> They're telling their own party that, isn't too. That, isn't it crazy? It's crazy? They're telling their own party that. It's They're crazy? telling other Democrats in their party, Joe Biden runs an election to be a moderate voice of reason that speaks for all of the people in this country. The uniter. That, that is going to be a great unifier the within unifier. this country. Yes, yes, the great unifier. we got to come together. I'm not going to have mean tweets. That's what he runs. I'm not going to I'm not gonna be disrespectful. And what's the first thing he says when they pass uh, the pass, infrastructure pass gas? First thing he says, <laughs> digging at Trump. It's infrastructure week. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. First thing he says. Yes. Right? By, and by the way, we're not going to be that party. He's constantly thinking retroactively. The, the, if you look at every interview Joe Biden has, he talks about the past. He always talks about Trump and the last administration and the last sure. administration. Look here, brother. Yeah. That's assault. Oh, <laughs> that's assault, brother. Ooh, let me get my cup of coffee in the big time. Look here, brother. Look here. Tell you. You're the, you've been the president for almost, for almost a year now. But Wesley, believe that dog, that dog won't hunt. Believe see your what, eyes. See what I did? Yeah, I see. The dog, dog won't hunt. That dog won't hunt. I see yeah. what you did. I see what I did. See? Yeah. Believe your eyes. I know. Because every time that this man is getting on camera and saying this is what happened, this is what, and the the thing that's always interesting about Joe Biden is he does the classic move of saying. I'm not going to blame the last administration, <laughs> but the last administration did blah 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 blah, blah 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 blah. We're not stupid. It's like we're not stupid. It's like come on, man. Go, come on. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's 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 got and it's gotten to the point now to where again, this is not even like a, a liberal or a conservative issue. The, the, this guy's approval rating is at thirty eight percent. Yeah, thirty eight percent. That that that's abysmally bad. In 10 months, nine, 10 months. Like, it, it, and so to put that and like to put things in perspective, you don't get there just because Republicans don't like you. No, you get there because a lot of people don't like you. <laughs> you get there because everybody doesn't like you. A lot like of people you. don't like you. Brenda. And I, you know, I, I wanted to step back to, to Virginia for a second 
Call me Joe Biden, man. I like to step back to what we were talking about yeah. before. Yeah. I don't want to progress the conversation just, forward. Just keep, Let me step back. back to what we were talking about before. Yeah, think about this. Build I, back better. Build back, back better. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was thinking about, it's this idea of, of believing your eyes, okay? And as somebody who, I did live in Virginia for a very small period of time for about a year, okay? Lived in Arlington, Virginia. And I am by no stretch of the imagination an expert on Virginia politics in any way. But when I think about what is the first image that comes into my mind in terms of embarrassment in Virginia politics, I think of the current governor, Ralph Northam. Yes. And I think of him at his yes. medical school party. Yes. In blackface. <laughs> so ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Next to a guy who's in a KKK a mask, <laughs> right? Democrat. This Democrat. Is a, this is a Democrat. Democrat. Today. This is, this is, this is. Democrat. Yes. In the woke cinematic universe, this guy weasels out of that. Yeah. And then they elect a black female Jamaican immigrant. Yeah. As a lieutenant governor. Republican. Republican. Let's get, let's get this right, too, because that's important. And somehow, that's racially motivated in a negative Unbelievable. way. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But he gets out of dressing in blackface. You know, I did look— And, and I also can't let—I got to say this, too. Justin Trudeau. Oh, gosh. Okay? I, I, they, these, this is a hand-in-glove for me, okay? And you can't, you can't name one without the other. When your prime minister dresses up as blackface and gets a pass for it, Wesley, like, and you and I are not cancel culture. We are people. not. We are not. These aren't the rules. We that are not. We set. We, these, these are the rules you set. you set. So, do you know? And I, I looked this up, and and I was thinking about this earlier today because I was thinking about when when Ralph North did that, and. I was looking through some of the pictures and some of the information on him. In his yearbook at VMI, everybody had call signs of what people are called. Uh-oh. He had two of them. Uh-oh. Do you know what they were? I'm not going to like this. You're not going to like this at all. He had two call signs. One you of had, them. You heard that look in your eye. <laughs> I'm not going to like this. Spad. One of the call signs was Goose. Okay. Goose is one of my favorite characters ever in a movie. Yeah, man. Yeah. Rest in peace, Goose. Yeah. Big up. Big Rest, ups. Big up. Big, big ups, big ups, to, ups goose. to Goose. Big ups to Big ups to Goose. Do you know what the second? For, for our little espresso for Goose, man. Do you know what the second name that he had <laughs> in his yearbook was? I don't was? know if I want to hear this. Coon Man. <laughs> that's, that's way worse than I thought. <laughs> Really? Coon Man. In his yearbook, it said, quotation marks, goose, quotation marks, coon man. And then later on, this guy now, goes Forrest, to medical now, school. Now the movie Forrest Gump has not, had not come out yet. Because <laughs> remember when Forrest Gump mistakenly, you got to sweep the coons off the front porch. Yeah, yeah, remember that yeah, part? That hadn't come that out. That hadn't come this out yet. So, so, he has, so you can't say it was a Forrest Gump this reference. This is pre-Forrest Gump. <laughs> this is pre-Forrest. Top Gun had come out, but Forrest Gump had not. Gotcha. Okay. There's no getting around this. And then this is the same guy, follow on, 
who is in blackface years later Ugh. in medical school. God. Okay? Just... Now, once again, this is what in Harvard Business School. Did you go to Harvard? I did go to Harvard, and Glenn Youngkin did too. I knew you liked the that governor guy. of elect of, of Virginia. Like he guy. went to Harvard Business yeah, School the Harvard as well. Mafia comes out. You know, I, this is something that we would call smart Harvard mouth at the best business school in the world. A bit of a pattern. <laughs> okay, that's what you learned there. A pattern. That's what you learned. Yes, a pattern of behavior. If you will, it's a pattern. Yeah. Okay, it's and not a one-off. It's not no, a one-off. It's, it's a not, pattern. That's not an outlier. And and we have talked about this a million times. Be careful of your messenger. Okay, you want to be woke and you want to cancel people. You better make sure that your people are squeaky clean and they're not rolling around in blackface with people with clan hoods next to them. And what's his nickname? Coon Man. Yeah. <laughs> His nickname. Hey, I'll calling you that. <laughs> his his nickname. It's a joke. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. God. His Jesus. nickname in college. You're cooling boy, right? Then. His, oh, his nickname in college is so bad. This is ridiculous. That if we were white on this podcast, we would be canceled. We absolutely would be canceled. I would absolutely be careful. That's how bad That's this how bad guy's nickname was. That's how bad it is. Brendan. And, and even when you think about, too, I love this idea, once again, believe what you see, believe the numbers. Yeah. There's another number I want to point out. 50. And I'm not talking about 50 Cent. Okay. It's not, it's not in the club. It's not in the club. By the way, one of my all-time favorites. Dun, dun. Go, go, go. 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 The national birthday song. Yes. Real quick, as an aside, I saw him on a morning show one time, and like somebody asked him about that song. He's like, I don't even want to talk about that song anymore. <laughs> like, I, like when your song is a national birthday song, like, go show it. It's, it's your birthday. birthday. And by the way, it's not birthday. Birth. It's birthday. It's birthday. <laughs> right? <laughs> he hates it now. He's like, I don't want to hear, I, I, if I never hear that song again. But And he's a Houston resident. Yes, he, I want, I, and from where? Okay. Uh, from New York, and why is that? Careful. I, I, I think I think we know why. Careful when you're moving from why. a blue state to a red state, you're doing it for a reason. Yep. Careful. Yep. But I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go That's ahead. That's okay. And and we're talking about because <laughs> he said he said I'm 50 cent. I don't want to be 25 cent. <laughs> <laughs> He's like I'm rich now. We got a state tax. I'm not, <laughs> no. I'm not trying to be 27.5 cent. <laughs> It'll be 50 pesos. After yeah, I don't. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that. But. Well, 50, after Biden's inflation, say, it's even worse. Hey, 50 cent ain't what it used to be. No, it's not. Uh, 50 is the number that I want to, to bring up. 50%. Believe what you see. Believe what you're hearing. 50% of Americans are against a COVID mandate. 50%. In January when the administration is going to try to force everybody to have this mandate or to have this vaccine and go to work, there's a large portion of people where that's not going to fly. Yeah. Now, you're talking about somebody that has a very bad approval rating right now. Yeah. And you start to get to the point where you do the math. This is not getting better. No. 
this is not getting better. This is this, this is the antithesis of building back better. At the same time <laughs> that, that we're talking about mandates and forcing Ooh. people to do this when, oh, by the way, the people who want vaccines, they've opted in, they've gotten them. The yeah. people who don't want vaccines, you're not going to convince them. <laughs> it's, so it's, we're spending our time talking about this and analyzing this. And as I read the Wall Street Journal every day, there's these stories that keep on popping up, and I'm like, wow, this is really important stuff that we probably should be talking about. Like China developing a hypersonic missile. Yeah, yeah, right? not vaccine mandates. Right, like, I, I'm reading about these things, and there was an article in the Journal Today that was talking about, in the deserts in China, they have mock-ups of U.S. naval ships. Oh, yeah. Aircraft carriers, oh, yeah. Aegis-class destroyers. They're building back better. China, China's building back better. They're getting they ready. Are focused on, they are focused to go to war with us. Yes. Okay. And what are we doing? What are we doing? We're, we're talking about we're talking, mandates. We're talking about practice, man. Yeah. We sit out here talking. Not a game. Not the game. Practice. Practice. So you, you talk about believing your eyes. We live here in Texas. I just came from Florida. I have not worn a mask outside of the airport for like eight months. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't have a mask. I, my campaign manager James and I. James is awesome, by the way. We we go to the airport. He forgot. He, he didn't even have a mask on him. We had to actually ask the, the like the like IAH for extra mask, and they have them obviously. And they get sure. their hand. We have been living like this. They're probably made in China, by the way. Of course they are. <laughs> well, well, yeah. We don't have any American manufacturing. Well, We're still trying to build I, back better. Yeah, but. <laughs> How you gonna build back better, LeBron? <laughs> How you gonna build back better? And so this is our lives that we've been living, going to games, going to multiple football games, going to Aggie games, living our, I, I've not worn a mask anywhere for months. Nobody here has asked me for a vaccine card. Nobody's asked me for any of this stuff. Okay? Not like not not did you have COVID? Nothing. We have been living our lives here in Houston, Texas, like it was before COVID. But I Wes- just came from Florida, Rendon. It's the same thing. Yeah. But but Wesley. But like so if we're seeing this, how in Australia and in DC and in Canada and in other parts around the world, why is the air different there than it is here? Well I challenge what you're saying, Wesley, because what you just said is racist. <laughs> of course it is. Okay. <laughs> Everything is. The re- the reason why it's racist, Wesley, is the NAACP, okay. they have told me and they told uh, everybody else who wants to play sports in Houston that black people shouldn't support them in the sports because we're putting people at risk by not having stricter mask mandates. However, if Travis Scott has a concert, not a single with 50,000 People it was so thick in there, and there were so many people in there that people got trampled to death and suffocated. That's how close people were. Okay, and let me tell you something else, man. Travis Scott is to Black America, man. What Toby Keith is to White America. That's pretty good. You're not going to see. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what the demographic of the crowd looked like at the Travis Scott concert. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure it wasn't predominantly white. You, I, I, hey, fair assumption. Okay. Just going on a limb here. But yeah, our leadership in the NAACP is telling us 
we should boycott Texas because black people monolithically believe that you're not doing enough for mass mandates. Because yeah. they're speaking on all of our behalf, which is a really interesting data point because I don't feel that way. So, so, so I got a question for and you. And I I 50,000 go. people who were at Travis Scott's concert didn't seem to think that that was the, the biggest threat to them. And actually, they were right because it wasn't the biggest threat to them. Obviously not. Obviously Eight not. people paid in their lives for that. Obviously not. So, so I have a question for you. I have a question for you. What does Kyrie Irving and Aaron Rodgers have in common? They're both unvaxxed. They're both professional athletes. They both have chosen not to get the vaccine. They both play on teams and they both play in leagues where the majority of people actually are vaxxed. Why are we talking about herd immunity? Hmm. Why are we still using these draconian rules for groups of people to just flat out oppress them because we said so? Now, I'm not saying what Aaron Rodgers was, did was right or wrong. I'm not saying that. I think we need to have a deeper conversation, okay, and what his sentiment really is. You can't make me do this stuff. Kyrie Irving has not played yet. No. Still hasn't played yet. No. Loves basketball. That's earns living. Won't get vaxxed. Hasn't played yet. Why? Because he's taking a stand saying, you can't make me do this stuff. And you can't use the guise and the ruse of, of, of global health to browbeat people and to, and to have the federal government make them do stuff. That's the whole point of the American experiment, Rendon. So, Wesley, you want— Is we don't allow the federal government to implement tyranny on the population. That's the whole point of the experiment. Wesley, I would like to make a return to the woke cinematic universe okay. for a second. Let me ask you a question. If I play in professional sports and I decide that— I don't want to stand for a song, and I kneel for that song, and a group of people calls me a hero because I've decided that I stand for something and I don't want to do it, would you think that the same group of people would call you a hero if you decided that you didn't want to put something in your body that you were unsure of? Whoa. Where's Nike, huh? Where's Nike now? Where are the endorsements? Yeah. Where's the Netflix Stand show? Stand for something, even if it costs you everything. Where's the Netflix show? Yeah. I think what Kyrie Irving is doing takes a lot of courage. But from the consistency of people that you support, I mean, golly, I mean, we're not talking about putting something foreign into your body with Colin Kaepernick. That's not yeah. what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about with Kyrie Irving. And he says, no, I don't want to do it. And, and he's a villain. And he's, and, he's, and he's jeopardizing public safety. But I feel like where Kyrie Irving is coming from is from a logical place of constitutional rights and freedom, though. It's, it's actually rooted in something that I think makes a whole lot of sense. And it's, and, and it's consistent. And, and not because I tend to agree with him or don't agree with him. I, I get exactly where he's coming from. I do, too. 
I can't agree with Colin Kaepernick at all. I, I, yeah, but, I don't but, agree. Yeah, but I, I look at I look at Kyrie. And I'm see, like, Wesley, this makes this isn't specifically about Colin Kaepernick or Kyrie Irving. This is about the systems that surround these people. Oh, absolutely. Okay, because regardless of if I agree with it or where's not, the Netflix, where's the Netflix show? These on this? systems yeah. have decided to mute out voices that they don't agree with, and voices that they do agree with, they amplify them. So that's what these systems are. The NFL and NBA have made decisions. They're letting this happen. First of all, do you know why Aaron Rodgers played for eight games this season? Do you know, like, like, let's get really to, to the brass tacks of this. Do you know why Aaron Rodgers played for eight games this season? Because he's really good. He's the freaking best quarterback in the league. He's really good. That's why Aaron Rodgers played for eight games, okay? Yeah. If the NBA needed Kyrie Irving the way that the NFL needs, needs Aaron Rodgers, yeah. he'd have been on that field. Remember, LeBron James wouldn't tell people whether or not he's vaccinated. Remember that? We still don't know if he's vaccinated. I think he is officially. Is now. he officially vaccinated? I think now? he is officially, yes. But he wasn't even telling people. Because he wasn't, right? He wasn't telling because he wasn't. If LeBron James had done the same thing he, as Kyrie Irving, he'd be playing. He'd be on that court That's right a good now. Point. That's a good point. He'd be on that court right now because the league needs him. It goes, it goes back to the Colin Kaepernick argument, too. I think there, there's consistencies there. He, he didn't play in the NFL because people didn't want him to play in the NFL. The NFL actually, he wasn't that good. Yeah. The NFL didn't need him to the play. The league doesn't need Colin Kaepernick. No. The league needs, needs Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. Yeah, here we go. And that's not a black, that's not a black or white that's thing. A, that's a talent issue, Randy. Yeah. It's a talent issue. Yeah. Because I'll, I'll, I'll do it, I'll do, I'll do it the same way on the other end. You know what? What's, uh, what's the, the white Mamba? What's his name? The guy who played for the Lakers. Caruso. Caruso. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when they hit the headband. Yeah. Baller. Baller. <laughs> top Texas five, top Texas five in the league. Top five all time. <laughs> Texas A&M. Go. Go. Bye. <laughs> so I'll give you another example. Once again, it can go the other way. If Caruso, if he doesn't get a shot, I guarantee he's not getting on that court. Okay? 100%. LeBron James, he doesn't get a shot, they're going to find a way to get LeBron James You're on that court. I agree with you on that. Once again, KD's another one. This is not a this this is actually not a race thing. Yeah, it's a talent issue. It's a talent and capability issue yeah. that comes up as well. And, and, and by, we want to mask. And the better race. you are, the more you can get away with. Yeah. And and by the way, that's life as well. Yeah. That's just life. But the the better you are as an athlete, the more you can get away with. I think we had a, we had a show where we talked about Michael Vick and Pac-Man Jones and these guys. You, you, these are superior talented yeah. athletes. And you're right. The NFL need NFL teams needed these guys. Yeah. So the forgiveness is way more depending on how talented you are. Yeah. And by the way, Kyrie is very talented. Okay. But if this were Steph? Different story. The KD? League, the league needs him. The league needs him. Different story. If, 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 if we're Giannis? Different story. But Wesley, herein lies, once again, my issue with wokeness more broadly. It's the lack of consistency in these arguments. Yeah, gotcha. Because either something is right or something is wrong. Either something is courageous or it's not. And the fact that nobody steps up to back Kyrie as he's doing this, because I will tell you this, if there were an outcry from people to get Kyrie on the court, probably get on the court. Probably right. But there's not. But why is that? Because he's somehow supporting an agenda that you don't agree with. Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Dave Chappelle goes from being somebody that people on the right have never really heard of. Yeah. To all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, he's talking about freedom. And then all of a sudden, the left is turned on him, right? Yeah. 
Because what he's talking about is freedom, like you just said. Yes. He's not talking politics. He's talking about freedom. And for some reason, the paradigm has shifted. Freedom equals conservative now. Hmm. It just does. Freedom equals conservative. Tyranny equals liberal. It's just what it is right now. And so when people are looking at Dave Chappelle and they're saying that's exact, conservatives aren't canceling Dave Chappelle. No. No. Liberals are. No. Fascinating. No. Conservatives also, conservatives also aren't canceling liberal people. No. One side's doing that. Yes. Very interesting times. One side is doing that. It is very clear. And one thing, and I know we're we're running short on time, yeah. but one thing that I would be remiss if I if I did not touch on at all is these payments of four hundred fifty thousand uh, dollars to families that have been affected uh, or who have been broken apart from illegal and legal immigration. This is yet another example of believe your eyes, Wesley. Our federal government is deeply considering using taxpayers' dollars and in the view of the administration and our president, it doesn't matter whether you cross the border legally or illegally. And he's blaming the last administration too, by the way. So, so it's just, yeah. and once again, I feel like I'm always fighting as a conservative person to make sure that we're addressing the specific issues and not overarching sensitivity or empathy for this, okay? Because here's the thing, I think it's horrible if families are separated. I also think that we're a country and we need to protect our borders as well. So me saying that, oh my gosh, like we really need to reconsider a policy where we're going to pay people. 557 immigrants have died at the border this year. Wow. You know that? I didn't know that. 557 immigrants have died at the border. We had laws and we implemented them. See, that, that, that wouldn't happen. You want to pay somebody $450,000, but yet your failed policies have also allowed 557 people to die. You know, the funny thing is the number continued to pop up, and the number really resonated with me when there was a Gold Star parent who came on and was saying that that payment is larger than the then one what, that he what, what, got SGLI when his pays son out for us. Yeah. died defending yeah. this country. Mm-hmm. Right? It's insane. And we're somehow trying to, to mask this in every way that it's a black or white type of situation where it is the right thing to do to pay exorbitant amounts of money. And then, oh, by the way, when other people, you're incentivizing other people to try to come over because if it doesn't work out the way that you want it to work out, maybe the government will pay you a lot of money. Unbelievable. That's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's insane. And you're incentivizing people to break the law. Yeah. Because you're saying that, well, it doesn't matter if they came over illegal or illegally or illegally. When you're getting paid. Yes, it does matter. It do, of course it matters. Like, does that mean that I don't have empathy for the people of that are in situation do. that, no, but, but that like, matters. it matters, like, what you're doing and what, like, it matters. Yeah. It matters. So, awesome. Take us out, man.
Happy birthday to oh, stop you. Stop it. You know how I feel about Happy this. Happy birthday oh, to man. you. It's my birthday month. It's my birthday month. <laughs> so Wesley is about to turn 40. Yeah. On Saturday. I'm a man. On Saturday. I'm 40. I'm fo- I've always wanted to say I'm that. I'm 40. I've been wanting to say I'm that man. for like 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what my social media post is going to be. <laughs> I'm 40. I'm, I'm a man. I'm a man. <laughs> I'm a man. Well, happy birthday. Shout out to Mike Gundy. And, yeah. And, and happy birthday. And I tell you what, it's, it's perhaps these decade year marks that make us realize two things. How far we've come and how far we have to go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday. I love you. I love you, too. Thank, yeah. thank you so much for that. Yeah. I can't wait to celebrate the rest of my birthday month. You know how I love my birthday. <laughs> birthday month. <laughs> it's my birthday month. My birthday month. Hi. Cheers to me. Yeah, it's so special. Me. It's my birthday month. Uh, everybody else doesn't have a birthday. I'm the only special one. Uh, and remember that smiles are contagious. So make someone's day. God bless you. God thank bless you. you.